of I Plead the Culture. I'm your co-host, Casey St. James. Yeah, and this is Happy. And we're back. Yeah. We're talking collabs today. Yep. Big collab talk. Which is an uh, interesting topic because this is a collab. Yeah, me and you coming together. Great minds think alike. Yeah. Boys. I wish all the artists that we're going to talk about had as good of a rapport as us. Yeah, it's it's hard to find though. Yeah. Almost impossible. Some of these on the list do. Yeah. They're close. Yeah. Yeah. And the reason we want to talk about it today is there's uh, three upcoming. Yeah. Sort of upcoming. We just listened to the Meek Mill Rick Ross one. Yeah. And it... Um, how did that land for you? We we listened to, I think, three-fourths of it. Yeah. Um, one of them was a major hit. It's on my IG story right now. Like, the thing with uh, Meek... And well, don't get me wrong. I love Rick Ross. Um, the thing with Meek is, you know, he gets that stigma that a lot of the stuff that he puts out sounds the same. He gets like put in that little baby genre yeah, where it's like the flow oh, is the flow doesn't change. The the beats are very just like trap. Um, not even trap, but like what would I like? It's like a mixture of Philly. trap and like Philly. he owes. It's like stuff levels. To it's like levels yeah. all over again. Yeah. Um, but I thought it was good. I I prefer the tracks that are more like soulful sounding and they have samples yeah. in them. Yeah. Um, because that's when I think he like thrives the best. And I don't really agree with like that stigma that he's in like the little baby type sphere because he does make tracks that switch up the cadence and flow a lot. Like, I don't think he's particularly uh versatile. Yeah. As a rapper. As a rapper, yeah, he's like not singing or anything no. like that. He has to get yeah. features for that. Yeah. But um, first listen, like there's two tracks that I saved out of the 16 or 17 on there. Um, but like mind a bad you, bad percentage. But we also only listened to maybe 10 of them. Yeah. So two out of 10, 20%. <laughs> so, yeah, not good. Yeah. So that came out today. Uh-huh. Uh, Collie Grove 2 with Chains and Meek or and Chains, Chains and, and Lil Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. That was supposed to come out a week ago. Hasn't, but they pushed it back to an indefinite date. What? What's the date? They don't have one. It's just. But they've been doing uh, a press run on like Jimmy Fallon, Conan O'Brien, and it seemed like they had the date of last week ready, and then they pushed it, which I don't know why the the strike is over. Yeah, but you know, you know who's dropping? Who? Yay. So you think they're running away from that? I think so. I think they're running. Because they they had their date set. They had their date set. They had it as the 10th and the 2nd, and then they ran. They might be running, bro. People run from that type of stuff. When Kanye drops, you're running. When Drake drops, you're running. And that's also why we're doing this episode. We have Kanye and Ty Dolla Sign collab. Yeah. Incoming. And? And they've said for the last, like, three weeks that they have... They're, they're doing a. They're pushing a little bit too. They're pushing, but Kanye always does. Yeah, it's not anything out of the ordinary. How do you feel about Ty Dolla Sign as a collaborator for a collab album with one of the greatest artists of all time? I love it. Okay, that's the thing. I love Ty Dolla Sign, so I I don't think one. I think he's sane enough to keep Kanye in check from, like he doesn't want to tie his image to anything like 
No pun intended. Too crazy, yeah. And then two, um, I love him, man. He's a great vocalist. I think, like a lot of people, a lot of our guys, at least, like they like to sprinkle him on tracks, like yeah, oregano. Sprinkle is a good way to put it. They they sprinkle him yeah. on tracks like oregano, yeah. so make it a little background. bit better. Background yeah. vocals, and like, he rips it. Rips it like what? It, what he's on jaded. Like, yeah. After dark, like he's on he's on a ton of tracks. In the last like six or seven years of Kanye albums, he's. Yeah, he's all over. You can hear him everywhere. Yeah, yeah. That, but that's the thing with Ty Dolla. I don't think he's a good like feature artist, or like, m- like I think he's a way better feature artist than he is like a solo artist. Have, did you ever listen to the album uh, featuring T- Ty Dolla Sign? Yeah. yeah, I did. Some of my favorite songs are on that album for sure. But I think he track six. If you've never listened, listen to that. Yeah, but he's but he has like massive amounts of features on every single track. I think it's like twenty three tracks. Yeah, and every single cool. track is a feature. Yeah, Powder Blue with Gunna hit. Yeah. But that's a, that's my point. Like he, he titled his album featuring Ty Dollar Sign because he knows that because he, he gave thrives, out so many. Yeah. But he, he he thrives on the features. Yeah. So what I mean, do you think he is an insufficient collaborator for a Kanye West album? No, I think it'll. I think they'll mesh really well. I know. I don't know if I sent you this, but um, Fred again, who, who who took the the Coachella set from Ocean, from Frank when he bailed. He says he, that he premiered, song. Yes. He premiered that track. Yes. With with Ty Dolla and Kanye, and it sounds amazing. And he said he produced it. Wow. Yes. Maybe I am a Fred again. Same. Fan. That's like <laughs> that's what I was gonna say last episode, but I didn't want to spoil it. Wow, that's insane. Yeah. Is that the secret trick that you had up your sleeve for the this? The secret episode? trick I had up my sleeve was that Collie Grove Two got pushed back indefinitely. Yeah. Okay. Which makes me think something else is dropping soon. Well, that's even more of a secret. I didn't know. Yeah. Fred, Fred again produced that track. That's he, why he has it. Is he a him? He might be him. He yeah. might be him. He he really might be him. Hitting on him like every single podcast. I've been Coachella. hitting on him. Yeah, and then, we've and got found, twenty episodes found, deep. But if he's producing for he produced for Ye, he's like, wow, he's such a he him. He is him. That track sounds amazing though. Yeah, it sounded, it sounded incredible. Yeah. Well, because I was wondering, I was like, how how did he get this to be able to put it out? Yeah. Cause no way, Ye is just sending him that. No, it's because he produced it. Yeah, and then um, so we said that there's three albums that are eminent. There's one more that is. And this really, is where really close. where the definitions I want to clarify. Um, we have the Metro Boomin Future album coming out. Yeah, but Metro is a producer. Yeah, doesn't matter to me. Well, I think it's still a collab. Okay. Project. So then is I think every, a body of so work. So is every do you have to be a certain level of producer to No, I think a body of work that's executive produced by one producer should get it, it should be called a collab. I disagree album. with that. Well, like dude, Larry June just dropped an album tonight with Cardo. With Cardo. Right. So but he, I, Cardo's... I, I disagree. I think I think there is a distinction between uh album executively executively produced by uh DJ versus a collab album. Because Metro Boomin's beats stand on business. Yeah. Uh, yes, I agree. But he is his own artist in a way that other producers haven't created that expectation. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. So you're saying so. So I'm saying there's a difference between uh, the Big Sean Metro Boomin project. Yeah. That was Big Sean produced by Metro Boomin. This to me is Metro Boomin and Future collab, and the difference is is that he has such a superstar status that he has moved himself beyond an executive producer to 
a collaborative artist. Yeah, collaborative. Uh, yeah, I, I'm I'm inclined to agree. I just think I think we're agreeing on the same thing. I agree too. I think I just want to for the listeners clarify. Yeah, like I agree. Like this should be yeah titled a collaboration album. Yeah, yeah. That's that was my point. I think you're right. We are on the same page. Yeah. So that's like the four we have in the next couple months. Yeah. And which one are you most excited for? Well, we heard Meek and... and I think I'm probably most excited for the uh, Metro Boomin... Over Ye? Future. You're tripping. Well, the wow. way the way that uh, Metro Boomin has teased it... He says it's something completely like... He says Neo. it's the best thing ever. He and, keeps tweeting that. And, and he, that he's going to drop it on like, like a, a Tuesday, Tuesday or a yeah. Wednesday. He's yeah. like... Yeah, if you, if you guys don't follow Metro Boomin on Twitter, he's been kind of teasing like, yeah. "Oh, why why do I need to drop on Thursday? Like, why did the, we why did people make this a thing?" Even though that's when the week starts, but or Thursday at nine, so Friday midnight Eastern time. In terms of counting numbers, but he doesn't care. He doesn't give a fuck. He's, he's got too many sell. hits for yeah, that. Yeah, he's gonna fucking yeah. sell regardless. And he's an artist at the end of the day. Yeah. Like, he cares about the product he puts out to the highest level. Like he. Like like artists in, in, in every sense, visually, like what he puts out artistically. He is one of the most complete artists in the game. Yeah, I agree. Like a rollout. So smallest. of all these eight artists who are on tap to post albums, yeah. if you could pick two of them to do their own collab, who would it be? Like together? Yeah. Um, let's see. I mean, a Metro Boomin and Kanye album would just be ridiculous. Is that what you're? Is that the question that you're posing? Yes, like, exactly. Yeah, a Metro Boomin. But and what Kanye about album. Metro and? Because those two, the well, that's another thing that I don't even think that that whatever happened because Kanye likes to produce his own music too. So I, I ask you this question because there's a lot of options. They'd be butting heads. Kanye and Rick Ross. Yeah, I'd love that too. Little Wayne and Metro Boomin. I mean, bro, there I, there's a lot of options. That's you could why probably, it's a hard question. Yeah, you could probably make sixty four options out of the eight that are here. And they say this isn't a math podcast. Am, is that? <laughs> yeah, I might be right. Eight times eight, sixty four. Yeah, do so, the math, bitch. Yeah. Um, I don't know. What about you? What about you? If I had to pick one, it would probably be. Probably. Probably Kanye and Rick Ross. That would be an instant classic. Yeah, I think they have the highest highest ceiling. It it'd have to be like, devil in a new dress type beats though. I think he. I think if they were to to do that, it would be because that like eight or nine songs. Devil in a new dress is one of my favorite yeah. songs ever. Well, and in talking about the Rick Ross collaboration album with Meek Mill, what I think is the way they ended up doing that album is because. Uh, Drake teased her loss. Teased an album with Rick Ross after Lemon Pepper Freestyle. Teased an album with them together, and then probably didn't tell Rick Ross about her loss. Yeah. Dropped a collaboration album with Twenty One Savage. Rick Ross got upset, and then was like, "Fuck it, I'll do a collab with Meek." 
Yeah. All conspiracy theories, by the way. I don't know if that's total conspiracy, if it is tracking human behavior. I, I think they're still boys, though. Are they beefing? They're definitely boys. I think it was like, I think Rick Ross did it knowing it wouldn't seem outwardly like a diss. Like, took some of the verses he wrote ready for that but I album. But I think and... he was mad. I think he was mad that Lemon Pepper Freestyle was such a big hit. For us. I don't think it hit the mainstream like it hit it, us. I, uh, it, Billboard Top 10 guaranteed. Was it Billboard Top 10? Yes, you can check that. I'm not going to check it right now, but I I mean, we love like rapping Drake like that, where his pen yeah. is on fire, but I don't think it's like charting on the radio. I don't think they're playing Lemon Pepper Freestyle yes, on but, so Wild 94.9. So after he dropped Lemon Pepper Freestyle, everyone was like tracking the collaborations they had and said they should do an album, and then Drake teased it and said... I would love to do one with him. And then didn't, did it with 21. Meek, or Rick Ross gets mad, does it with Meek Mill. And it kind of falls on its face because I think Meek, or I think Rick Ross is a better artist for a collaborative collaborative album than as Meek. the sidekick. Yeah. Not as a leader. Could you imagine a project with Drake and Meek? It would no. never happen, but. No. no. Yeah, I, I can't either. Drake's got like, 15 or 20 guys you do it before that no i'm just saying could you imagine it like they have some hits though rico going bad two big hits amen yeah three big hits. yeah those are three big hits. that's what i'm saying yeah that's fair um yeah man uh my yeah like it makes yeah metro it makes me want to think about uh collaborative albums ever the best ever because it's such a risk for her both loss. both artists. Huh? I said her loss, but I was joking. Well, I mean, it, obviously that'll be something we get into. Um, but I have six or seven prepared for you. Yeah. And I want you to rank them. Uh, in order? You think you're ready? I don't know. I thought we were just going to be talking about all these. I didn't realize that was going to be a... Ranking? Ranking, yeah. Um, I'll give you a second to take a look at the whiteboard. I think probably Watch the Throne is one. Wait, let me go through all the options. Oh, okay. Yeah, go <laughs> go through the options. All right. The... So in the spirit of this episode's point, yeah, I want you to rank these collab albums. Yep. Watch the Throne. Uh-huh. Um Her Loss. What's the one with Drake and Future? I'm looking at it right now, but I can't read it. Drake and Future? Yeah. I don't think that Oh, What a Time to Be Alive. What a Time. So Watch the Throne, What a Time, Her Loss, Hunt Our Jack, Drip Harder, Without Warning with uh, Big Sean and Metro. No, Offset and oh, yeah. 21. 21, yeah, that's right. And the one with Future and Young Thug, which I can't remember. Yeah, what's the name of that one? Because it's so forgettable. Wasn't it? I don't think it was Young Thug. Wasn't, wasn't it Little Uzi? No, he did one with Uzi, one with Juice World, and one with Young Thug. What's the one with Young Thug? Uh, it's the one that has Kill Before. Oh. Yeah. That... Everyone knows I've been killed before. Yeah. Um, 
So seven to one. Yeah. Uh, seven is probably future and thug. And then nah, seven is probably Amine and Keichinata. Um, I don't even think you said that. I didn't there. say it, but it's on the whiteboard because I hate Amine so much. Yeah, because he took Young Thug's spot at OSL. Yep. Yeah, so that's probably last at seven. I don't think it wasn't a bad album. It just I'm just a hater. Yeah. Um, probably Future Thug at six. I don't even know the name of that album. Um, shit, dude. This is where it gets good because you have to go between Drip Harder. Um, her loss without warning. Huncho Jack. Huncho Jack, at five. Okay. I'm not a massive Huncho Jack guy, but it, there there's hits on there though. Don't get me wrong. Um. Without warning. And then. Did you, and then. Uh, shit. Tough, right? Yeah, Sprinter. Oh, didn't say that. No, that's an EP. The Dave and Central C did a collab, but EP, so we don't count it. Though this whiteboard's fucking me up. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> and then, um, so what? What was my order so far? Right now, you have um, on the back end at seven, Amine and Katrinata. Uh huh. Then you have Future Thug. Yep, which we still can't name. Huncho Jack. Yep. Without, without warning. Yep. And then the top three would probably be um, Drip Harder, Her Loss, and then uh, Watch Watch the Throne. Wow. For me. That's good. Watch the Throne, I can't. like Her Loss isn't patching, passing Watch the Throne for me. For me, it is. Wow. Her yeah. Loss is one for you. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Her Loss is number one for me. Um, I think Watch the Throne... I think part of the conversation we have around this entire episode is that expectations for collab albums always go up. Yeah. It's hard to meet expectations with collabs. And Watch the Throne is a good example, but so is Hunter Jack. Wait, did I did I even get what a time on I don't even think I got what a time on there. Yeah, it was two. This points. is a mess. This is a complete mess. What, the whiteboard? Yeah. <laughs> Well, th- those were just more mental notes. Yeah, okay. Let me name you just my top five collab albums. <laughs> All right, we'll go now. All right, so Watch a Throne, Her Loss, What a Time. Um, let's see. <laughs> Drip Harder and... Shit. I don't think it was the whiteboard. <laughs> that was the problem. Yeah, maybe it was me. <laughs> um... <laughs> You're just dipping and ducking over there. Yeah. What is the last one? I don't know. You tell me. Probably without warning. Amine. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, you want to talk about collab albums? Um, Bruno, Mar- Bruno Mars and Anderson Pack dropped a complete classic. I don't know why that's not on the board. That's a good point. I guess because yeah. it's not rap. But it's not hip hop. Yeah. It's not hip hop, but yeah. bro, like that album. They're Coke boys. Yeah, that yeah. album, bro. 24 Karat Magic in the Air. I forgot what that song was called, but that's 24 a 24 Karat Magic in the Air. Yeah. That's what it was called. Okay, yeah, that song's a massive hit. Leave the door open. They got hits on there. That's like kind of that's not a collab though. That's like a Fleetwood Mac like uh, we're I'd, so good at music and just 
doing blow in the studio and this was bro i fuck with that album yeah you want to know how it's a timeless classic is because my parents fuck with that album too but that that's that's what to the point i'm making like yeah yeah, it's not our genre it is coke genre (laughs) well yeah i guess (laughs) people from the 80s yeah but that album is a classic. So it is. It we're, is. We're gonna talk true cloud albums. That That's a good one. Cuts. That's a good one. That's a good point to bring up that I didn't have on the whiteboard. Yeah. So, what about you? No, did you go already? No. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> um, her loss is one for you, right? Yeah, I'm gonna go forward to backward. I'm gonna go her loss one. Drip harder two. Yeah, fair. Hunter Jack three. What a time for Watch the Throne 5. Wow. Yeah. Nice. And I think with collab albums, it's always expectation. It is expectation. That for breaks. Sure. I mean, like, um, when What a Time came to be when What a Time to Be Alive came out, that was peak Drake. That was OVO Sound Radio. People were like speculating this album for months, but it was it was less announced than it could deal with the expectation. Well, yeah, they but they also said they made it in like four days. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. So, and like when Digital Dash first hit, I was like, dude, this is Diamonds Dancing, hit. and that was Drake, Future, and Metro. Yeah, crazy. Yeah. Now they hate each other. Drake and Metro. Metro. Yeah. But yeah, I'm excited for the 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 other three coming out relatively soon. Um, I'm I'm especially excited to to hear, yay, after, me too. After the whole fiasco, yeah, it seems like that music is gonna be good. Yeah, yay, and, yay, Ty Dolla and Fred again. And no pun intended. Yeah, it's gonna be good you music. Th- you think Fred again like went out to Italy? With yeah, yay? I do. Probably right. Because everyone was out there. That's, Metro was there. All the vocalists were there. That's insane. They've they, all been out to Italy, and I, I really do feel like the Kanye and Ty Dolla Sign album is going to be a complete motherfucking classic. Yeah. I think uh, it's crazy that they had it ready to go and just decided to pull. Yeah. Um, I think it's mostly done. They're refining right now. Yeah, he apparently Mike Dean is refusing to work with them. I hope it's not a fucking Yandi type deal where it just never never comes out. Yeah, Yeah. that's what I'm scared of because Mike Dean said on Twitter he is going to refuse to mix it. Why? Because he said he's hanging out with better people. Wow. AKA The Weeknd. Yeah. The Weeknd probably takes care of Mike Dean though. Big time. Put him in a show on HBO. Yeah, they're probably boys. Boys. Big boys. That's crazy. Did he really say that? Yes, on Twitter. That's Burn Bridges type talk. Yeah. So I think he's tired of the Kanye antics, and if he wants to be with a generational artist, he'll just go to Abel. Yeah. So I think there's concerns about the mixing on the back end. But Metro Boom was there. I, I assume Metro Boomin can mix. Or 40. Or Fred again. Or Fred again. Fred again. Come back and mix this. <laughs> right? Yeah. Yeah. Man, uh, that's all I got for collabs. What, it, it's, what else it's do you a, got for collabs? I feel like we're missing a couple big ones. We're not missing any. I I just think it's it's an interesting concept because the egos in the business 
every like people are gonna think they're the top or bottom end. And with the Kanye and Tyler Ty Dolla Sign one, it's like it's obvious who is the alpha. Yeah. Her loss, alpha. I think the problem with collab albums where you don't see them being as successful is where the alpha is not defined. Yeah, like Huncho Watch Jack. Watch the Throne. What about Huncho Jack? Jack? Without warning. I don't know. There's not an alpha on Drip Harder, but... I agree. But they, it's a but classic. It's a classic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it is a classic. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking at the, the poster behind you. Yeah. It is a classic. But I think that it is... I guess the bottom line is, is it is possible to make a classic with egos in the room... As long as the talent is there. But if there's too much talent and too much ego, a collab album is hard to execute. Um, man, I think if the talent's there, the talent's there. Yeah. Like, it shouldn't, it shouldn't matter. But these artists do have egos. That's so, what I'm saying. Yeah, but if the talent's there and there's a good rapport... I, I mean, with Drip Harder and Gunna and Baby... I think they did it at the right time of their careers where they it was mutually beneficial. Yeah, because they weren't massive superstars like right. they are today. Right. So um, I think the less ego that is in the room, the better it is served. And they were just boys, I boys think. Boys like, like us. Yeah. Yep. I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be a little baby. <laughs> <laughs> Fine, uh, I'll be a little baby. Man. But yeah, I think that's it. That's the wrap on uh, yeah. the I Played I Play the Culture collab episode. Um, we'll catch you on the next one, and we'll let you guys know our thoughts when all these albums drop. Yep. So, Weezy out of here. Peace. Peace.